Mighty God, Father, we want to thank you, Father, Lord Jesus, the Lord that you have given us a religion, Father. And the religion is what covers us, Father. But the religion can only go far as is expressing the outward order, Father. Lord, but the outward that we have, Lord, is an expression of the inward heavenly Father. The most important one, Lord, is the inward heavenly Father. And Lord, we pray, Father, as we go now, Father, to the sacred moments, O oh, Father, of the word of God, that you would work with our inward of our religion, Father. That old-time religion, Father, that has ever been there since the creation, O oh, Father, of this earth, Father God. Being you, O oh, Almighty Father, we pray that you would establish and stand yourself within us, O oh, God. As we have our aim and our motive, Father, that we have gathered here together, O oh, God. Father, that we can see Jesus, dear Lord Jesus. That among us, O oh, God, we will be able to see Jesus, Father. That God will be able to express and testify and people would see among us as would only be Jesus, oh God. Father, may the only Lord Jesus Christ be an expression, you know, of the inward, oh God, person in us, oh Father, that we can, Almighty oh God, bring even others in, oh God, only for the one sole purpose to bring them to Jesus, oh God. Help us, Father, is to expound upon the word of God. I pray, dear God Almighty, that you take the word of God and you bring it, oh God Almighty, unto manifestation within our hearts. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We can open our Bibles. <clears throat> this So, it's in Joel. Joel chapter 1. <clears throat> you can go to the projector. Hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> we are on a continuation of our of our of, of the message we can we, we spoke on last Sunday on planting the vine and where to plant it. Uh, for somehow I just thought like that that message was not really we are not really going through it as much as I would love to have gone through it. So Listen to the So we'll just this please uh, go through the message again. The prophet spoke this message and he also preached a message called the true and the false vine. Those two messages go hand in hand, and then there's another one who also spoke about the, the restoration of the bride. But <clears throat> the inspiration we have is on planting the vine. And um, this scripture he gave when was preaching when I was talking on the message the true and the false vine which we shall maybe touch aspects of it as we go along uh, 1 Joel chapter 1 verse 4 says that which the palmer worm has left has the locust eaten and that which the locust has left is the canker worm eaten and that which the canker worm has left is the caterpillar eaten you can see that these are animals, but there are only four. If you notice there, there's a palmer wave, there's a locust, there's the canker wave, and there's a caterpillar. Amen. There's only one animal that 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 kind of transforms itself in one stage to the next stage, but it's only one. The prophet spoke a very great message along this scripture, which we will go through as we go through our series as time goes on. Amen. Hallelujah. Now let us read chapter 2, verse 25. It says, And I will restore the years that the locust is eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmerworm, my great army which are sent among you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of the way to King Power is. Lord Jesus, Father, I want to thank you for the reading of the word, Father. Lord, any man that has gone to school, Lord, we are taught, Father, can read heavenly Father. But it takes the Holy Ghost himself, Father, to bring the understanding of the context thereof, Father. And we pray that you bring the understanding thereof, Lord, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, amen, amen. Now, as I was saying, the prophet, he took the scripture reading, when he was preaching the message, um, he, he, 
the true and the false vine. In that message, the prophet was showing forth how the true, the true vine and the false vine. And last week we spoke about vines. We were speaking about how the Lord gave Israel, implanted Israel in Palestine, being a vine that had been taken out from Egypt and it was planted in Palestine through the commission that was given unto Moses. Moses was given the commission to take the children of Israel to go back to their homeland, which means they originally it was their homeland. It was their homeland through the promise that Abraham had been given that this land that is here is yours. Hallelujah. When God called Abraham, he called him as a single person. But Abraham chose to bring along somebody else who was not. Hallelujah. His father's son. Hallelujah. So that is why where we have the greatest revelation that a calling of God is an individual calling. To be a Christian is an individual walk. Some people might try to form along along with you, but in reality, it is a it is an individual. So even in our Christian life, we should make, you can go and sit somewhere where you like, you know, don't worry about the sense. Even in our Christian life, we should make a realization that we have to make individual decisions upon the Christian walk of our life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And then when Lot had been had separated from Abraham, God said unto Abraham, Look now to the north, to the south, to the east, and the west, and the west. All oh, this land I've given it unto you and to your seed. Hallelujah. And that seed, naturally speaking, came through his son Isaac. And that seed, naturally speaking, went to his grandson Jacob. And that seed, naturally speaking, Jacob had 12 sons, which eventually went into Egypt. Hallelujah. And now they were in Egypt. God was calling the tribe that were now almost 2 million people in Egypt from the 12 tribes. And God was calling them from Egypt, hallelujah, back to where Abraham had received the promise that this land is yours, hallelujah. The way he had been given that look up north, south, east, and west, all this land have I given it unto you. And this was the natural way that God was dealing with Israel. And we know that the natural types the spiritual. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. God originally wants us to go back to the original. Hallelujah. Where we originally were before. Now God has planted us in this flesh. But spiritually speaking, we're not supposed to be in this flesh. This flesh is our Egypt. That's why we're on this flesh in fight against what God wants to do with our spirit. Hallelujah. So God wants us to take us from this flesh into the spiritual beings. Hallelujah. Where we are live eternally through the way that is provided for us. Hallelujah. And by the grace of God, we shall be going along upon these vines. Hallelujah. God planted a vine in, 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 in the garden of Eden. He planted two vines there. He planted the true vine, which was the tree of life. And he planted the false vine, which was the tree of good and evil. Hallelujah. It was a tree where if you were to partake of it, you would know of the truth, but what would come, what would come out of it would be either good or evil. But there was only one life that he had planted in Eden, and that was the tree of life. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And we find that that's how the vines, as we spoke about what a vine is, is a vine is like a set that travels along a particular type of fruit which could be grape vine or a particular vine, and in each vine, that fruit would produce fruits. Hallelujah. So this vine that he planted in Eden, it was supposed to give branches and to grow. Hallelujah. And as it grew, it was supposed to spread all over under the sea and under the land, as we spoke last time. Hallelujah. That when God, in remembrance of the tree of life that he planted in the Garden of Eden, was now calling Israel from Egypt. And he was now planting them in the promised land, Palestine. And as he was planting them in Palestine, he wanted them to grow until their branches were going to reach all over. Hallelujah. And to the uttermost sea. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But that vine 
disappointed him because he gave them the law and they could not keep the law. Hallelujah. And then God says, ah, no, that vine is not really done as much as I would love it. So God, as you saw last week, he said, he kept. Hallelujah. Planted another vine, a righteous branch, a vine that no other, no one else could break. And that was when he himself came down and he planted within himself the life of God, which was born through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He came down from all his glory and was born as a baby so that he could dwell in the flesh. Hallelujah. Because the flesh had failed to produce the vine that God had intended Israel to produce. He had given them prophets after prophets. He had given them words after the words. He had given them Moses. He had given them Elijah. He had given them Jeremiah. He had given them Isaiah. He had given them everything which we needed for them to achieve it. But because they were in flesh, and they were doing things in the natural way, they had failed. Hallelujah. And that is why we know that the law cannot produce, hallelujah, the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Even in our flesh, when you try to, to, to serve God within our flesh, we can only go as far, but we do not produce the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. It takes the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, to come and dwell within us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Because it is the Holy Ghost that made the law. It is the Holy Ghost that made the word of God. So it's only the Holy Ghost that can keep the law. That is why we need the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost is able to keep that which he has given unto us. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So in this true and false find, we read how David saw this find. Hallelujah. And this is the way we continue forth. Now I've been trying to find my own dislikes and be more clear and I failed. If you can see, I will be gracious to be gracious. But I will read here. And I, I, I am trying by God's grace to make it more of a, of a teaching. I believe that we have to have a balance of a teaching and a preaching. A teaching and a dynamics. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now in teaching, you have to be very careful towards you that you play the correct seed. And in preaching, you have to be very careful that the Holy Ghost comes and waters the seed. Israel was given that there was a time that we were going to receive both the latter rain and the former rain. Both rains. Hallelujah. The teaching rain and the manifestation rain. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now here it says in David, it says, David chapter 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council of the ungodly, no stateth in the way of sinners, no sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of God, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree, hallelujah, planted by the rivers, plural, of water, singular, that bringing forth his fruit in his season. His, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Where we, we, where we take our inspiration of planting the vine and where to plant it. Hallelujah. We here as well are starting a little fellowship here in Watford, and if we are starting a little fellowship, it's like we are planting a vine. So we have to be planting the correct vine. We have heard how in the Garden of Eden, God planted two vines. There was the true vine and there was the false vine. So we have to be careful that what we are planting here is the true vine. Hallelujah. And the true vine is the vine that says, I am the true vine, which was the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ was the word of God. Hallelujah. So in our teaching, we want to plant the correct seed, which is the original life, which is the original seed, which is the original word that will produce food, the original life in our life. That will produce the original life in them that are surrounding us in the community. That will produce food, the original seed, the original word in this whole community. And that original life and the original seed was brought forth by the message of this day and hour. Hallelujah. And this is where we are going forth with this message. We are planting a vine, and we are planting a vine. And we all need to know where we need to plant this vine. Hallelujah. It might be that we are 
location and why he's naturally speaking around Wexfordshire, Wexford area, but is it really the location that is meant us? Hallelujah. Like last time we said, it's not where you go, but there's somewhere where you need to plant the vine. And when you plant it in the correct seed, in the correct soil, hallelujah, it will produce fruit of its own kind. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. So here we see David having his first psalm. When he wrote the first song, he was talking about planting. Now Israel in Egypt was not planted. They were just set out. It wasn't their original home. But a man that's a man that's a Christian that gets his eternal destination upon some denominational creed. He is not in this right place. We spoke about this. How Israel, when they were in Egypt, they were not in their right place. They were just, they were just given to be there. But then when God wanted to plant them, he was taking them from where they were and he was planting them in, a, in their right place. Glory be to God. Just like a Christian, when they are outside of the word of God, when they are in some denominational places, they are not in their right place. Hallelujah. And God is taking them from those denominational places and he wants to plant them in his right place. Hallelujah. That's why we want to go away when he plants those seeds. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Now, Jesus asked me a question last time and he said, denominational, what does denominational mean? Despite that we had spoken about it. Now, a denomination is a structure how can I put it? I want to put it in a way. The, the English dictionary, here we, we, we talk about denominational creed, but we want to talk about the denomination. A denomination is when people have received the word of God. And now that they have received the word of God, they embrace the word of God. They receive it, they embrace it. They receive the message of the word of God. And then when God wants to move, from that which they have received to take those people to a different place again, those people refuse to go and move because they believe that what they have received is the only thing that is going to save them. They are not in a position to move from what they have received into another revelation. This is what God, God is not, he's not, he's not a stationary God, he's a, he's a moving God. He moves, hallelujah. He moves and he builds. He comes to a corner, he takes another corner. He comes to another corner, he takes another corner. So God is building a life of Jesus Christ. So denomination came from the element of that when God had given, hallelujah, and then planted the, 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 the vine on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came, the church was inaugurated by a message which was supposed to go around the whole world. Hallelujah. Because they've been given a commission, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And yet, still, that church that was planted in on the day of Pentecost, which is the roots up in heaven and its branches down on earth, yet still it denominated years later. Why? Because men kept in unawares. Hallelujah. And they added to the word of God. And when they added and subtracted from the word of God, it brought forth unto them a death. And this brought forth a wild vine. Like we're talking about the true and the false vine. So the false vine kept in and away. Hallelujah. And it, it was able to take from the vine which was of the truth and live. Hallelujah. I'll give you a, a story which Brother Branham often spoke of. And he, it, it's not good for us to hide if you are not getting it. So let's slow down and get what this aspect of denomination is like. Brother Branham spoke of a message or of a story. So this is a story. But in this story, you will see how it comes out. Brother Branham had gone into a place with one of his friends into a farmland and then while he was there I'm not too sure who the brother is now the brother came out and he I think it was brother Bankswood hallelujah 
Then when Brother Benfield came out, he went to the family, they wanted to, to hunt, and then Brother Benfield said, ah, can you give us the permission to hunt in this field? And they said, ah, but I've got my preacher along with it. And the man, the farmer was saying, ah, have you gone down so low that you need to carry a preacher along with you? Because Brother Benfield was working with Brother Brother, and Brother Brother was a preacher. And then the man says, he, because he was a, an atheist, he didn't believe in God. And then he, that's why he was expressing that if you go down through, that you have to carry a preacher along with you. And then Brother Brennan then came out of the car when he realized this, and he walked up to, to, the, to the two of them. And as they were speaking, this man was saying, ah, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in God. And then he talked about the story of somebody that had been healed through actually a prayer cloth that Brother Brennan had prayed for. So as Brother Branham was speaking to him, Brother Branham started giving him an illustration. He said that, look at, there was an orange, a citrus tree. And he said, and in this citrus tree, it had one fruit, which were uh, uh, natchez, let's say, for example. Another fruit, which were, uh, oh, what's that, a citrus fruit? Lemon. And then there was another citrus fruit that was coming out of it. And Brother and Brother was wondering how could it be that this particular tree, being an orange tree, yet was producing fruits which were of lemon, of natchez. In Zimbabwe, we have one fruit called Mabuda I don't know what it is in English, but it's a citrus tree. Hallelujah. So, how could it be that this tree was producing fruits of lemon, of natchez? The real thing that was happening is that. The man then started giving an explanation to Brother Branham. He was just saying that of the orange tree being a citrus tree, you could take a branch of the citrus tree. Now listen, the Bible says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Hallelujah. So out of the branch of this citrus tree, out of men that, were, that God had given, you could cut it and then take another citrus fruit of a lemon on an orange tree and graft it and then close it up and then the vine that was coming of the orange tree when it reaches up the grafted place of the lemon it will still go the direction of the lemon and when it goes in the direction of the lemon because this is the vine that is coming out it will also produce of the seed of the lemon the fruit of the lemon so what you would find in that grafted branch, hallelujah, it's a branch now, hallelujah, but the vine is of the orange, but the branch now is of the lemon. I am the vine and you are the branches, hallelujah. So the branch now of the lemon was producing fruits of the lemon or fruits of the, 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 the natchez, hallelujah. So when God had planted this tree originally as a orange tree, it was now producing lemon and natchez. So when God planted a tree on the day of Pentecost and man ate it and subjected from the word of God, they grafted into that vine and then they produced their branch. Hallelujah. And the first branch that came out of it was the Catholic Church. But it was growing from the vine, taking from the Christian religion, but because it had been grafted by aging and bringing their creed, like we are going to talk about, denominational creed, they added to the word of God something that was not original. And because they added to the word of God, they produced a branch saying that they are Christians when in reality they have added to the Christian reality, so they brought forth Catholics. When the Methodists came forth inside, they gathered their own things and they brought forth Methodists. When the Baptists went for there, they brought forth whatever they wanted and they brought forth Baptists. Hallelujah. So each denomination, each people who had a particular element of the truth, they had their message of which it was seemingly like of the truth, but it was crafted in the original life. And they were producing only that. But they were not taking everything what the word of God says. Hallelujah. So they were denominating. They were stagnant. They could not move. Hallelujah. And this is where we find denominational. And they create their teaching that goes alongside with their denomination. 
Hallelujah. Hopefully, by the grace of God, you'll be able to see it as we go along. And with time, as the message of the Lord Jesus Christ reveals it unto you. Now, a creed, as you are known, is a confessional symbol, a statement of faith. It's a statement which they, which they make of their teaching. Hallelujah. The, the most widely known is the, is the Apostles' Creed, who talk about that on a different day. And the creed comes from the addition of knowledge. Remember, the tree of the good and evil, it was now creeping in. Hallelujah. But children of God are born to be free. A child is born to worship God. And he's under a, but when he's under a creed, he cannot bring forth his foot. Yet something in him is longing to do it. Hallelujah. Every person has a good and longing to produce the truth. Hallelujah. But something holds him. Hallelujah. Something holds him so much that he cannot produce that truth. Hallelujah. Let us, let us, let us, let us go with what the, the, the prophet teaches us here. Let's go, let's, 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 let's skip some of this. Let's go here. <clears throat> so when God brought forth Israel out, he gave them a child as a nation. He plucked them up in Egypt among his unbelievers and brought them in his tender care on the wings of an eagle, the great eagle, Moses, and led them from place to place, trying to get them into a condition to cross over. And God, in his predestination, in his own infinite mind, he planned, he planned the plan to put forth a real vine. And that vine was not going to be a denominational. It was going to be the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We've spoken about that. Let's just go a little bit further. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. So that was that was the recap. <clears throat> now going to our message today, it says this but when I'm talking about the, the scripture reading we read of David, it says, and this shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. Rivers, plural. Water, singular. Many rivers coming into his channel. In other words, you will be like a man. Now, we are going to this teaching part of this message. This is where we need to really slow down and get what Brother Branham is saying because here is where Brother Branham reveals to us one of the greatest revelations of this message of the hour. In, in the message, planting the vine and great planet. And this revelation is what we want to use as well as we are, as we are planting the fellowship here in Watford. Hallelujah. It says, many rivers coming into one channel. In other words, you will be like a man in the scripture that believes all of God's weight. Where the power and the nine spiritual gifts can flow through one God into his innermost being. Hallelujah. Now this is a man whom David was saying was planted by the river. But this man is saying you'll be like a man in the scriptures that believes all. Not just like a denomination that believes part, but all of both ways. Hallelujah. Where the power and the nine spiritual gifts can flow, the Holy Ghost is able to follow a believer that believes all of both ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And David saw this tree. Hallelujah. This is the prophet now. David, when he was speaking about this psalm, he saw this tree a long time ago. Now remember, in this message telling the vine earlier on, Brother Branham had already established what this tree is. And this tree was not other than the Lord Jesus Christ that was the righteous branch. Now he's saying David saw that tree. So David saw the Lord Jesus Christ coming down as being the righteous branch when he was speaking in, in the first psalm, hallelujah. And of his writing of song of the of something joyful, he was the first thing he wrote about. He saw this tree and was planted by the rivers of water. This tree, he called it he. So he is identifying the tree as a heat. 
example of what David says in the message, the restoration of the bad chin. And he shall be like a tree, God's tree, planted. And then the prophet asks the question, where? Remember, the message, the inspiration is planting the vine and where to plant it. So now we want to find out where does the prophet identify that this tree is going to be planted? By the rivers. So this tree is planted where? By the rivers. Rivers, plural. The rivers of water, singular. So the tree of life and the tree that David saw, which was the Lord Jesus Christ, I am the tree of life, was planted by the rivers. Hallelujah. Plural. So we are able to know now where this tree was planted. It was planted, as you were saying, we might be in a location here, which is Watford. Or there are other fellowships, there are other vineyards all over the world. There's there is even there's even Panam Tabineko, there's Eastly, there's wherever the message of the hour is being preached, it's a vineyard. It's good children that have got a vineyard around them. But of this vineyard, there's a, a location not of the natural, but of the spiritual. It says by the rivers. So the word of God, which is the tree of life, is to be planted by the rivers. Hallelujah. Let's go forward. Not a Methodist, Baptist, Pepsi, Lutheran, and so forth. He's just giving examples. So forth means any other denomination. Hallelujah. Let's continue. When, it, when there's an arrow, it means that there's a continuation. Hallelujah. No, just rivers of one water. Where is it? Rivers of one water. Now he identifies those rivers. Glory be to God. Nine spiritual gifts by the same spirit. Nine gifts of the spirit. Hallelujah. Coming from the same channel. So those rivers, which are plural and many, are actually nine spiritual gifts by the same spirit. So the tree of life, Jesus Christ, is planted around, glory be to God, nine spiritual gifts that flow into one channel. Hallelujah. Coming from the same channel, and he shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. So a man that's going to be planted by make a vineyard, a man that's going to be a true Christian, has got to have those channels coming through it from one channel. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And David saw it. And he spoke, he said, blessed. Now the prophet in this message was teaching. And as he was teaching, he was teaching. And when you're teaching, you want to drive your point across so that you eventually get the message. So as he was teaching, he kept on repeating and repeating and repeating so that the people would get it. Hallelujah. So he would repeat. So as we are, we will also repeat some of what the prophet said. And David saw it, he spoke and said, Blessed is that man. Hallelujah. By the rivers. And notice, he said, He could not die. Hallelujah. That man. And his leaves would not wither. No, no. No matter what they do, they will never kill that tree. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. This tree that David saw could not be killed. Hallelujah. If it's planted, hallelujah, in the hearts of men and women, that tree cannot die. Hallelujah. If the Lord Jesus Christ is ever planted in the innermost being of any man or woman, it will not be able to die because God is eternal. Hallelujah. And if God is eternal and is planted in an area like what was here, and we plant the seed of God, which is the word of God, that the tree could not die. Hallelujah. And that is what we have to do. We want to let the word of God be planted in us so much that it will outreach unto all the uttermost posts. Hallelujah. And that it outreaches that the tree of life cannot die. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. David saw it, hallelujah. And he said, Blessed is the man, hallelujah. Blessed is what for, hallelujah. If we can plant the tree of life, hallelujah. Blessed is what for, if that tree of life will not be able to die, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Oh, I love this. And again, the prophet is repeating. He loves to repeat in this message. We said we are going to teach. 
but we will also preach, hallelujah, so that will drive what the prophet is saying. Why is where? He says, the reason he would not die. It's a question. The reason why he would not die. The prophet is giving the answer. He says, why? He's asking the question. Why is it that the prophet, the man, the, the, that, 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 that man will not die? And it gives the answer. It's the way he is planted. So if the way we are planted is by the nine spiritual gifts, if he has already identified, then there's eternity there. That's what does it. He repeats again. It's the way he is planted. That's what does it. Second time. It's the way he is planted. He is planted by the heavens of water. Three times the prophet is emphasizing a point that it's the way we are planted that brings forth eternal life. Now if there are those dead denominational places where they've taken the joys, hallelujah, of the message of God out of out of them, then there's no water among them. If you are in those places where the nine spiritual gifts are not able to flow in, then there's no water in them. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Huh? Now notice, David said, his roots won't die. Hallelujah. His roots won't die. And in the message, planting of the vine, and where he planted it. Now, this is the message, restoration of the Christ tree. But in another message, planting of the vine, and where he planted it, the, the prophet being a servant who has given the commission to bring forth the mystic, revealed truth that lay in the Bible so that the believers would be having an open book. Hallelujah. Would be able to see it. That's why, you know, as part of our logo, we've got a Bible and it's open. Hallelujah. Just like how when the angel came on Revelation chapter 10, he had an open book. Hallelujah. We had an open book. Hallelujah. The book which was once closed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And no man was able to open it, neither in heaven nor on earth nor under the sea. But there was a lamb that had been slain. Hallelujah. And that lamb that had been slain before the foundation of the world, John said he was able to, to open the book. Hallelujah. And when they opened the book, seven seals were entered to our voices. And they those seven seals, hallelujah, as though he built unto us, they were given unto a man named William Aaron Branham. And William Aaron Branham gave unto us the message so that he can open to us the message of the hour. And the voice says in Revelation chapter 10, verse 7, it says, In the days of the voice, of the seventh angel, meaning William Marabella, when he shall begin the message. Hallelujah. So the message from the beginning of the message of the hour up to the end of his message, he is revealing, hallelujah, the message that God is saying, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And now he knows David saying, and yes, in the message, his roots won't die. And in the planting of the vine, said, those roots, hallelujah, they have got their roots in heaven. Hallelujah. So the roots are up in heaven. The branches are here. I am the vine and you are the branches. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So how could the roots that are in heaven die? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Anyway, let us go forth. Oh, just rivers of what? Of one water. The prophet repeats. Nine spiritual gifts by the same priest. Now it's not only nine spiritual gifts. Let us read again. It says nine fruits of the spirit coming from the same channel. So they're also a type because they want to keep the compound meaning. That they're also a type of nine fruits of the same spirit coming from the same channel. It shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. Hallelujah. Now, if a man is planted in such a thing as by a river, where the springs, nine different springs feeding into him, oh my, what an establishment he is. If a Christian, a brother or a 
Now let's see. A man that planted by the river, the river of water, one water, one spirit, they are gifts of healing. Hallelujah. As part of the night. Hallelujah. Same spirit. That's why we believe in the divine healing. Hallelujah. Because it's part and parcel of the nine spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Gifts of miracles. Same spirit. We believe in the miraculous. Because God is miraculous himself. Same spirit. Gifts of tongues. Gifts of interpretation. Same spirit. Despite the fact that they've made a waste out of it in the Pentecostals. But they're the genuine. Hallelujah. Tongues. They are genuine interpretation. If there were no chance, then God would not have spoken in tongues when he died on the cross. Because when he was dying, he died in speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. Glory, but then there was an interpretation of it. Hallelujah. Glory be God. So you see, the same spirit, gifts of prophecy, same spirit. Oh, all of the same spirit by many gifts. But one giver. You can have gifts. But they could come from different givers. If you get one gift here from today, from another person here, another person there, they are coming, they are just gifts, but they are coming from different people. But we do not want gifts that come from different people. We want just one person to be giving us this gift. And these gifts are only given by one person, one giver, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now David saw this. And he was planted by the tree. Now he could not die. That's why we're saying about. Now notice why. He had life in the roots. Where his roots or the life of that tree. Now the life of a tree are in the roots. If you've ever been on a tree, one of these big, big trees, like oak trees, you know the reason why these trees can live years and years is because when they are planted, their roots go underneath. But what then happens is that the wind comes and the wind comes and blows these trees and it's moving like this those roots because they know that they can be blown out they then have to let those roots grow deeper because by growing deeper and wider then they're able to establish the tree that if any wind comes and it breaks and, and they try to plug it out the roots will be planted right deep Hallelujah. Just like any Christian, when a Christian has got his roots planted in the word of God, when any trial, when any disappointment, when any frustration, when anything which tries to try to bring that disappointment and to plug you out of the word of God, that will make a Christian more deeper by praying. As you pray, as you kneel down and ask God for grace and ask God for strength, your roots are becoming deeper. Hallelujah. So the roots of a Christian lies in the trials that come along. As the trials are coming along, your roots are coming deeper. Hallelujah. Even as we are here starting in Watford, as we face the frustrations, as we face the trials, as we face the challenges, as we face the mockery, as we are loved it and given at this goal, that is actually making our life and our roots deeper in the message of the hour. Hallelujah. That's why when you are out there and out fishing and when you are talking about the Lord Jesus Christ and people laugh at us, we make sure that he choice. Hallelujah. He joins when people shall revive you for my name's sake. Hallelujah. Because your names are written up in heaven. So our roots become even deeper. Hallelujah. That's why we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ because, because we are not ashamed, we can express it out. And as we express it out, people will laugh at us but as we love it, our roots are becoming deeper in the love of Jesus Christ. Deeper in the word of God. So it's actually more blessing. Glory be to God. For us to receive the, the smoke hallelujah. And it stays in the roots. Certainly. Certainly it comes up and it bears the fruit. Alright. Right here is what the prophet says. That's what the matter with the churches today. He's speaking now, brother. You, you, you done got away from the river. Got away from them gifts of the spirit. They got, they got 
Last, wait, let me just read that correctly. They got just a church natural. So the church is today. The matter with them, the problem with the church is today, they got away from that giver. It's one giver. Hallelujah. Yeah. Got away from them gifts of the spirit. They got just a church natural. They get away from the spiritual gifts and the spiritual things and they cast their foot. You know what casting their foot is? It's like when you know you did a good apple tree and you've seen a very good apple, you run around and say, hey, this good, this tree, this, this apple is so good. You pluck the apple and then instead of eating it, you throw it away. This is what the churches have done. They are plucking the fruits of the, of, from the tree of life and instead of eating it, they are throwing it away. Now a tree can only be known by the eating of it. You can only know that this is an apple tree if you eat the apple. You can only know that it is an orange tree if you eat the orange. Otherwise, you don't know that it is an apple or an orange. And you can only know that this gift is coming from God if you have the manifestation of the gift of God. You can only know that this is God himself and God is in our midst when there's a miraculous happening. You can only know that God is in us when what God says comes to pass. Because a prophecy is only known to be a prophecy when that which has been said is now happening. Before it happens, people might not be accepting it. But when it happens, then you say, ah, oh, that was the prophecy. Hallelujah. So the prophecy is known by its coming to pass. Hallelujah. And even every other gift is only known by its by its being tested. Hallelujah. So if you do not test it, you will be able to you will not know that is the fruit. So if you cast it away, you will not get the fruit. But what do these churches do? They cast their fruits. Hallelujah. What do they do? Brother Abraham says. Let's go to the next. What do they do? Their believers live with the world. This is how they cast the fruit. They live like the world. They dress like the world. They act like the world. They steal, they cheat, they lie, they smoke, they drink, they gamble, they go into parties. They want to pay the preacher because the preacher should not really be paid really for a, to preach what they want. You see? And everything else. Soup, suppers, dentists. What are they doing? They are casting away their food. By living worldly, you are not going to have the fruit of the Spirit. Because the fruit of the Spirit can only come from God Himself. Hallelujah. Now here's what it says here. Watch. Well, Abraham says, His roots is life in them to bring forth His fruit in His season. Now, but Abraham is teaching, like I said earlier. And I also want to slow down and teach. And I'll preach here and then, but I want to Get what Brother Branham is taught so that we get, we do not lose. And when Brother Branham says, watch, I also want to see what is meaning by that watch. He says, watch, his roots had life in them to bring forth his fruit singular in season. Hallelujah. It's his fruit, one, singular. Even so, this is the word of God. This is the scripture that David said in, in Psalms chapter 1. And it shall be like, it shall bring forth his fruit. It's singular. Singular meaning it's one in season. Now let's listen to what Brother Branham says. But before we do that, let's read our Bible. In Matthew chapter 17, it says, Even so, every good tree bringing forth good but a corrupt tree bringing forth evil fruit. So a good tree will bring good fruit. A corrupt tree will bring forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Because the law that God gave in the garden is that every tree will bring forth of its own kind. So you cannot plant an apple here and produce something else. You have to produce the apple. So if you are a good tree, you produce the fruit of the tree, which is good. If you are an evil tree, you produce the fruit of the tree, which is evil. You cannot have one interacting with the other. Hallelujah. And then, he says that every tree that brings forth not good fruit is held down 
and cast into the fire. So if a tree is not bringing forth a good fruit, it is cast away into the fire. Wherefore, here is the scripture I want to hear, by their fruits you shall know them. The identification of a true Christians are known by the fruits of which they live. Hallelujah. Despite some child impersonated, you can never impersonate the originality of the word of God. Something that is true will never be impersonated. Something that is false will not be able to, to be impersonated. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let us, let, us, let, us, let us read here in Galatians of those fruits. And by their fruits you shall know them. But the fruit of the Spirit is. Now, it says one, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and then he is against his church, there is no law. So the fruit which you shall know them, that it is a good tree and is coming from the good spirit, is these nine spiritual fruits. Hallelujah. But of those nine spiritual fruits, there's one in particular which is called love. Hallelujah. The first one is there. That is fruit is so particularly important. But there are others as well which are the eight. The joy, the peace, the long suffering, the gentleness, the goodness, the faith, the meekness, the temperance. Hallelujah. And again, as such, there is no law. And then, Brother Branham says, in trying to establish this fruit about this fruit, this is Brother Branham, he's teaching. And he's, this is a teaching message in the resolution of the prayer. Now, he shall bring forth his. You remember? It's singular. Fruit in his season. What? Each his. So there are two is there. He shall bring forth his with a capital. Fruit one in his season. So there are two is what each is there. The personal pronoun then is his foot. Hallelujah. God's foot singular. In the season that the prophet is bringing it, it will be the prophet season. So the first his is God's foot. The second his is the season of the prophet. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I hope you catch it. God's foot, God's time, by the prophet's season, see, he shall bring forth his foot in his season. If there is the two his there, he's asking the question. Bring forth his foot. Again, he's speaking. See, in the season that the messenger is ordained to come. So in one his is the foot. Singular. Foot. But in the other his is the season. Hallelujah. And he's trying to establish the fruits then. Now you bring forth those. Now remember that, that's the prophet. The messenger that brings forth the fruit of God will bring it in God's season. In the season of the bringer. See, he will bring forth his fruit in his season. And it cannot be done. Hallelujah. So actually the prophet is trying to identify that when God's prophets are there, the prophet will bring forth another his fruit. Which would cause the fruit. So in the days of the last of the last days when we have been given a prophet in the name of William Mary Brenham, he is supposed to bring forth God's fruit. Hallelujah. His fruit. Hallelujah. Among those nine fruits of the spirit, there's one fruit. Hallelujah. That he is supposed to bring forth. Hallelujah. Where this man can be planted among those nine fruits of the spirit, but the prophet, when he comes on the scene, he comes alongside with his. Fruit, God's fruit in the season of the prophet. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let us just go a little bit further. And it cannot be the wine. He's got predestinated fruit. That particular fruit is a predestinated fruit. In there, it cannot destroy it because it's predestinated. Hallelujah. Let us go. Therefore, it was predestinated fruit in the root. Oh, man. So when you are talking about that root of the tree that it cannot wither because it won't die in that root where God is in that root, hallelujah, it's a predestinated fruit. That's the tree that will not wither. When I was, I was, he says it was holding predestinated fruit, singular. Oh man, of those nine, hallelujah. I just want to go back. Of those nine. Of those nine fruits, 
Hallelujah. The prophet in the last day brought forth one of the greatest fruits that has ever been lived here. And that fruit that he gave and he expressed himself was that when he loved bees, hallelujah, which were trying to harm him, he spoke back to the bees. When he loved a raging bull, which was trying to harm him, that raging bull could not harm him. Hallelujah. When he spoke to that little fish, hallelujah, which was now dead, hallelujah, he showed another love, hallelujah. So the prophets in our day brought forth the fruit which was love. Hallelujah. By the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the prophet brought back one of the greatest fruits of the nine spiritual fruits, which is love. Hallelujah. When you look upon the message that he preached on, the teacher of the perfect man, as you come to the warning of that teacher of the perfect man, and right at the top, after the baptism of the Holy Spirit, what is the, the virtue that is on top? It's love. Hallelujah. So on this man that is planted by the river of the water, one of the fruits that dwells into that river is love, hallelujah. Of these nine spiritual gifts that comes upon uh, the believer, what all of those, all those nine spiritual gifts are to no avail if you, if you do not have love. Love becomes the drawing point, hallelujah, which the prophet brings along. Well, let's, let's just draw night to close now. It cannot be the why it's got predestinated food. The predestinated fruit in the root of the tree. And the tree was holding predestinated fruit. Hallelujah. And that's the tree that Job spoke about today. Remember the scripture that we read? That he saw those nine, those four animals creeping under the tree and eating that tree. In Job chapter 1, the kangaroo, the locust, the caterpillar. But then God said, I will restore all that they've been eaten from that tree. You see, in that tree that Joel spoke about, see, it cannot die. The worms eat it down, but it couldn't die. In the root, it has predestinated the truth. The predestinated truth there was the love of God, was the seed of God. The message that the prophet Abraham was bringing was predestinated in its root. It is the predestinated truth. It is God's word. The tree did. And this tree is the tree. And this tree is that tree. Remember? It's that tree. The only way it was put in the garden of Eden. Hallelujah. It's that tree that was ever planted in that garden of Eden. Which was the tree of life. Hallelujah. But now these locusts are trying to eat that tree down. The kangaroo, the locusts, the caterpillar, they are trying to draw out of that life that God planted on the garden of Eden so that that tree cannot, cannot die. When God plants that similar tree in a man and a woman who receives Jesus Christ as their personal savior, God plants the word of God as a seed in a man and a woman to produce the good tree, to produce the goodness of God, to produce the fruits of God, to produce the love of God, to produce the meekness of God, the gentleness of God, the fruit of the Spirit, and alongside with that man are the gifts of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So such that in that place where you are planted, the gifts of the Spirit are able to operate. If you are walking in sin, and then your life is going the wrong way, the Spirit in discernment will pick you up and tell you you are not going the correct way, and you will repent and come back to the correct virtue. Why? Because you are in the right place, where the fruit of the Spirit are moving along. And that is what we want to establish in our own hearts, in our own fellowship, that every gift of God can ever operate in the house of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because alongside it, there is the predestinated seed. There is the predestinated truth. There is the fruit of God, the love of God. There is that love that is able to flow within a believer. I believe that is what I want to be. That is what I want to see. That I want to see the supernatural God able to express himself in flesh again among the believers. And this is our message that we want to, what we want to express out and live out. To express out and bring out to express out and testify about that where we are planted here has 